allowed to bring variety to your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, welcome back. Yes, that is Shakira. Thank you, Benny. Very nice. Good job. Uh, Charlene Feedham, who was just on, uh, wanted to know who we played the last time she was on, and it was Shakira, and so we played it again. So this is the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I said to you that we had a fabulous, fabulous lineup for this week, and we do, and today is, of course, uh, this segment is with Mary Manon Morrissey, and for those of you that are not familiar with her work, I want to say that she has been a teacher, an author, a counselor, a minister. She has touched the lives of so many people for uh, uh, for the past 25 years, and she has continues to 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 teach people to be in the presence of people that uh, are just at this place in life where they're ready to break through. And what do I mean by breakthrough? Breakthrough the cross, breakthrough to the next level, breakthrough. And if you're feeling that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what it's like to be on the edge of your life and to know that there is something just an arm's throw away from you. And yet at sometimes in your life, it is very, very difficult to see what that is. And sometimes we need to lean on those that have come before, stand on the shoulders of others, and get some help for, from people like Mary Mann and Morrissey. And she is here today for several reasons. One, she's a fabulous person, and she has just absolutely created an unbelievable um, a, a program, let me call it, called Life Soul Solutions, S-O-U-L, and Life Solutions with Mary uh, will be on Monday night at 5 on uh, Dr. Pat Worldwide. And so what I want to do is just say to you, please make sure you've got your dial at 5 on Mondays starting April 17th, and we'll be ready to go for Life Solutions. Mary, thank you so much for joining the show today. Uh, thank you for asking me, Pat. Wow, Life Solutions. And let's talk a little bit about that, what that is, and what inspires inspired you to create it? Well, for the last 25 years, I've worked in the field of human potential and personal transformation, families, family dynamics, and uh, individuals seeking to grow and develop and experience life in a more fulfilling manner, both uh, individually and in their relationships with themselves, their partners, their spouses, their friends, their work partners, uh, kids, and also then how we bring our creativity to bear in our lives. With all the busyness, how do we find time to take care of ourselves and be healthy at the same time, bring forth our dreams? And so what I wanted to do was create a program where people, real people with real problems and real challenges could call and we could bring the technology of problem solving that is discovered uh, over this 25 years of research working with people in real practical ways. So it's often not a whole lot of change that's required. Often just a little shift makes a huge difference when it's implemented over a little bit of time. And, uh, and and that's kind of what I was saying earlier. I mean, it's kind of like for me, I've been at the edge of of, of so, so many points in, in my life where I've I've been at the edge of something, and yet uh, and, and it, it kind of produces this really anxious feeling that I'm at the edge, and I know that you know what I absolutely desire is right out there in front of me, and it seems so elusive sometimes. Mm -hmm. Part of part of what happens for us is that we get stuck in limiting thinking without even realizing we're stuck in limiting thinking. We start believing that that thinking is reality. 
um, you know, you know how they train police they, for a flea circus? They take the police and they put them in a glass, like a, a, an aquarium with a glass lid on it. And at first the fleas really try hard to get out of that aquarium. And after a while, the glass ceiling, they've hit it enough times, they stop thinking that they might get out. And the glass ceiling is removed. And those fleas never jump out, try to jump out again. It's the same thing with elephants in, in India, which are the beasts of burden in India. They train the elephants to work with the farmers. And when the elephants are babies, they put a big, strong rope and anchor a big, strong stake in the ground. And the baby elephant tries real hard to get away from that, but ultimately feels that it can't and stops tugging. And adult elephants are led around just with river reeds, just very thin ropes. And most of us have gotten caught in river reed thinking, or we believe in the glass ceiling. So we've stopped... You know, kids, kids, we just believed there was all this potential, and we could pretty much be anything we wanted to be or do. And then over time, we experience uh, some disappointment. We have a, a teacher or a parent or someone we trust tell us that we really don't have all that's required or there's something missing in us. And we start to believe subtly in living a life that is either playing in the shallows or just a smaller version of what's possible. But our heart didn't forget, and it keeps yearning, and it keeps calling to us. And so the, the great journey of life is to rediscover who we really are and what can happen in our life. You know, I love that you're talking about this because there's so many people that uh, that I run into and, and, and folks that listen to the show, and myself included, where, you know, I feel like uh, like I've been trained as if I were a baby elephant sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yet at the same time, Mary, it's really difficult for me to see my own stuff. Yes, um, thank goodness I am surrounded by so many people that like to remind me very kindly <laughs> and graciously of what that stuff is. And I'm grateful for them. Mm-hmm. Well, you've actually you've invited them to do so. You bet. You bet I have. <laughs> even, though some, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though some days uh, I may not think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how, how, you know, what I want to talk about is all of, all of what you've learned and all of what you're, you're bringing to the radio show is in the spirit of helping people really grow and develop so that we can choose mm-hmm. we can absolutely choose uh how we will live so there are you, you know the topics that you will cover uh, are really not limited are they no they're not and they're very simple practical um topics built with um really a component for consideration but also a practice we can do that week and I'm grateful that we were able to be, have this program be on Monday at 5 p.m. Uh, what is it? Starting the 17th of April. Yes. And for 13 weeks so that we can uh, just one week at a time take a particular topic that as we begin to implement that in the daily practice of our lives just even a little bit, what we begin to see over time is the shift that that, that brings. A topic like gratitude where we look for things to praise because our habit is the you know, our, our thinking mind tends to look for what's missing and what's wrong. And it can be a, a new kind of practice to look for what's present and what we can feel grateful for. And in the practice of feeling grateful, with looking for the, what's going on with our kids that we can praise, looking for what's going on with our spouse uh, or our best friend that we can praise. Uh, instead of I called you three times and you've only called me once, <laughs> thanks for calling me once. You know, I really appreciate it. It was great when you called. It was perfect. You know, that we start noticing what is present and praising it. All of a sudden, we start noticing within a very short amount of time, usually a day or two, that we start seeing more of what we can be grateful for than we saw before. 
because when we're in a habit of seeing what's missing, what we tend to see is more of what we're focusing on, and we start seeing more missing. And well, there's so much to be grateful for. I, you, some, you might remember this in mm-hmm. the Thornton Wilder play, Our Town. Uh-huh. After Emily dies and she's uh, in the next world, she gets the opportunity to revisit and relive one day of her life. And so as she scans back over her entire life, she decides that she will relive the day of her 12th birthday. And visiting from the spirit realm, she looks into her human life on her 12th birthday and she sees her 12-year-old self coming down the stairs and she can smell the, the coffee that her mother has made in the morning and hear the sound of the toast being buttered and the other kids playing and her parents and the smells in the house and the feeling in the home. And what she says is this. She says, oh, life, does anyone ever really realize how wonderful, how wonderful you are while they are living it? And that's my hope for Life Solutions and our program is that each one of us will remind ourselves and have more access to how wonderful life is while we're living it. And who doesn't want that? I mean, right. you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's hard sometimes, I think, when we don't realize that we even do want that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned the fact that we get stuck. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think we get stuck and don't really have a sense of what the stuckness is about. But I think that the first point of all contact around this is the recognition that you are stuck. And you can, and there's different levels of even being stuck. I think that sometimes that stuckness is just a slight feeling of discontent. Yes. We don't quite know why we don't feel so alive. And we, we, know, we just feel kind of like we're going through the motions and we get a little bit numb. Um, and so the breakthrough of that, that's why your program, Crust Busting, has been so important because it's just day by day we're reminded about what's, what's important and what's real and can make a little shift in our thinking, and that shift in thinking over time produces a huge result. You know, a little shift in thinking, Mary, I believe goes a really long way, especially, you know, I've had times in my life where I've just been flat out just lame, Mm -hmm. you know, really feeling wounded, feeling tired, feeling, you know, like I I couldn't go on, Um, and just just a a few words from someone, you know, just a, a sentence, two sentences from someone has been enough to really just help me realize the moment I'm in and the potentiality for that moment and then my future. That's right. It's a kind word. It's holding, you know, the faith for someone, isn't it? Where where sometimes, you know, I I don't know about you, but I haven't always been able to hold the faith for myself. So I have to borrow faith. That's right. And, you know, that's that's a really powerful uh, reminding that we really can borrow each other's faith that we could actually have partners in believing that which is what you are to your listeners and what I'm hoping our program will be at five on Mondays is that we actually partner one another in believing by sharing ideas that at times, I mean, most we all know these things. It's just that we forget what we know and we get um, overwhelmed with some of the circumstances we're facing when actually the circumstances become um, opportunities for us both to break through and then step up into a whole new area of our lives. All right, so what we're going to do is we'd like to open up the phone lines because, you know, we're talking about being stuck. We're talking about, you know, uh, really getting uh, rejuvenated in our lives. And we'd like to give you an opportunity if you are at that place. And we would like to begin this conversation with Mary and Life Solutions right now. You can do it. We've got the phone lines. We're here for you, 5527 5527 or one triple eight two eight 
1-888-298-5569. Let's hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got a question for Mary, that would be great. We'll take a short break. And when we come back, more with Mary Man and Morrissey and Life Solutions. We'll be right back. is dedicated to opening people's hearts and minds to alternative philosophies, products, and services. Looking for an astrologer, chiropractor, a local yoga class, a holistic business opportunity? At Wisdom, we have that and much, much more. Each month, you'll read thought-provoking articles by local ecologists, healers, and practitioners, learn about retreats and programs coming up in your community, and see the latest products and services available. You can also browse our classified ads or place one of your own to showcase your own business or service. Wisdom Magazine is published monthly and distributed free to you at holistic businesses in your community. Or if you prefer, visit us on the web at wisdom-magazine.com. That's wisdom-magazine.com. Either way, you're bound to find all the information you need to make informed choices for your life. Buy one conference pass at any level. Get another free for the upcoming Sacred Activism Conference in Seattle, May 11th to the 14th. This exclusive offer for Dr. Pat listeners ends March 17th. Visit with people like Marianne Williamson. Talk with Andrew Harvey and Carolyn Mace. Experience a workshop with Dr. Gene Houston. Be energized by the keynote address of Robert Kennedy Jr. And join sacred activists from our own community. People like Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis, Rabbi Ted Falcon, Muslim Sufi Jamal Rahman, and many more. Music, sacred rituals, panel discussions poetry, and lots more. Hang out with Dr. Pat as she does the Dr. Pat Show live from the Linwood Conference Center. Here's how it works. Register at wisdomuniversity.org. And where it says promo ID type, DRPAT01. That's DRPAT01. Simply add the name of the person you're bringing. This offer not applicable to student rate registration. For questions, call 415-561-2348. That's 415-561-2348. Why would 40,000 people show up to a meditation camp with Paramahansa Nithyananda? Why would the president of India go to his book signing? I am personally thrilled to be a part of another amazing training with Paramahansa Nithyananda here in Seattle. For more information about Paramahansa Nithyananda's events in Seattle, visit the website seattle.lifelessprogram.org or call 425-246-1247. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. The Empowering Your Life Seminar is coming to Seattle, April 28th to the 30th. Are you ready to do the things you wanted to do? Create what you want in life now and in the future? Empowering Your Life techniques give you the power to make personal changes quickly and easily. You can change your life and you can change yourself. It can be painless. It doesn't have to take months or years. It can take weeks or days or no time at all. For more information, call 800-800-MIND. That's 800-800-MIND or visit nlp.com. This is Dr. Scott Lynch of Crown Hill Chiropractic with your Maximized Living Tip of the Week. Subluxation is when a spinal bone has shifted from its normal healthy alignment, interfering with proper nervous system function and causing poor health. Visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or call 206-782-8800 for your complimentary subluxation checkup 
at a wellness office near you. Get current weather, traffic, and news. Visit 1150kknw.com and stay informed with Alternative Talk 1150 AM. a good track. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Dr. Pat Show, and I'm Dr. Pat Basile. I'm here with my special guest today, Mary Manning Morrissey. And for, to find out more about Life Solutions, go to lifesolutions.com. Let me spell it. It's L-I-F-E-S-O-U-L Soul. Lifesolutions.com. And check it out. Let's go to the phones, Benny. Sure, sounds good. We're going to bring on Bob. Hey, Bob. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Let me introduce you to Mary. Hi, Hello, Mary. Mary. It's really, really good to finally get to hear from you directly. Well, thank you. <clears throat> My question is about people who get their energy locked into somebody else that uh, they can't. Uh, it's like a, a, a cycle. You get part way out, and then you get drawn back into that uh, other person's energy. So, so how about? Uh, can you give me? Tell me. Is this? Are we talking about you, Bob? Well, several people, but, but I'm certainly one of them, yeah. Sure. Well, I think this is a common experience for many of us because we collapse ourselves into the relationship and uh, forget where our own power is at times. So could you share an example of a time when you've experienced that? Uh, well, in, in letting go of a relationship that, uh, uh, but you still feel a, a major... Uh, feeling of trying uh, wanting to help or 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 trying to uh show this other person for themselves uh that the direction they're going is is self-destructive mm -hmm. but by staying in the situation it's self-destructive for you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well is, is there is there some kind of um addictive behavior or destruct you said you call it destructive behavior does it have something to do with addiction that the other person's participating in yeah. Okay, so this is a tough one because um, what's all, the real tough part about it is that what is really loving doesn't feel loving at the time. When you care about somebody who is practicing a form of addiction, to participate in that relationship absent their recovery is supporting the behavior and the path that they're on, which is a path to their own death. So what feels loving in the moment where we're reaching out to them or helping them or helping them move if they lost this apartment or the kinds of experiences that happen when people are further down the path of, of, a, of an addiction. Um, what often looks like and even feels like to the, the friend or the loved one as help actually is not help. It actually gives that person more time and more room to keep doing their, their practice. Uh, my own son became addicted um, in his early 20s and after a couple of treatment programs and he went back to the, his use, um, I finally got enough help from people who had been uh, in the program for a long time, in the 12-step program, to tell me that the most loving thing I could do for him was simply say to him, when you, get into, when you go to detox and get into recovery, you will have the full weight of my support. Absent that, anything else, I can't be involved in your life. And it was a very, very difficult choice. But ultimately, a choice that when I made that and stuck with that, 
as a primary person in his life, and if this is somebody you've loved and somebody you care about, the weight of your caring can actually help them more if you make a stand that says, if you get into recovery or you go to meetings or whatever the path is that you know they need to do, you do that, you'll have the full weight of my support. Absent that, you'll have the full weight of my prayer support, but I cannot be in your life. And you, and you make yourself withdraw. Uh, okay, that 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 part has been accomplished. Okay. Uh, it, uh, in my particular instance, uh, I'm highly intuitive, and I'm also very much locked into what uh, has gone on that created the situation in the first place. Is this is this a spouse or a child or a friend? It's a, it's a friend. Okay. And um, a friend who's been a lover in your life, or a? Uh, yeah, actually, briefly was, but. Okay. Uh, uh, it's it's was more of a friendship ever, uh, from the beginning. You still care deeply about this person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you so you you withdrawn in what way? Uh, have no contact whatsoever. Uh, don't email. Don't call. Uh, don't communicate. Uh, but completely. Intuitive, but intuitively, you sense something going on, and it's concerning you. Uh, intuitively, well. Intuitively, from the beginning, uh, I came to realize the the different things that had had happened that created the situation, and I'm still struggling with: is there something I can do uh, on the outside uh, through her parents, through whatever, to uh, bring this uh, really out into the open so that they really understand what's going on and the whys for it, and, uh, and maybe something can be done. Well, that's, that's, when you ask yourself that question, what do you hear? Have you talked to her parents? Uh, no, I haven't, but I'm on the verge of it. Okay, so, so when you tune into your own guidance right now, uh -huh. as a person who self-acknowledges you are intuitive, what, what do you hear? I hear that I should probably that I should do it. That it it would be the last thing you know uh, if they can uh, help her in some manner or at least have a better understanding of the whys and the wherefores. That maybe they can make a difference, and they're probably the only two people on earth that can. Okay, so you would make that call or go visit them as an act of love on her for her and on her behalf, correct? Correct. Is there any other agenda for which you would do that? No, nope. uh, I don't understand. I mean, is there, do you have any other reason that you would do that other than that you care about her and you really want her to get help? Uh, boy, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm still not sure. It's, it's, I, I I'm not see. guessing you do. I'm not guessing you do. I'm just saying I think it's an important question to ask yourself that this isn't about, um, getting her back into my life? No. You know, I don't know. I mean, and not, not that if she were well, that might not even be an option. And it's not even that you wouldn't hope that. It's just that this isn't about getting her in trouble or showing her up in some way or some other agenda. This is really about wanting to get her help. Oh, no, ab absolutely. No, if I wanted to get her in trouble, that would be an entirely different story, and that would be even easier. Right. So, that, that... so, see, I think when you wonder if you should do something, you want to check and be sure that your motive is pure. And if your motive is pure and, and your intuition is guiding you, then it may be that you're really, you're in a pivotal position in a way you can't even understand to make a difference for good in her life. Well, that, that's kind of what I've been struggling with. So, 
So when you talk, as you're talking to us, Dr. Pat, do you have anything to add here? Well, I, I think that we're, we're on to something absolutely amazing. I mean, you heard me talk about being on the edge of something. And so, so the question is about, you know, that's what I'm struggling with. Let me ask you this question about the struggle. When you see yourself actually creating this intervention for her, how do you feel? Uh, I feel basically that I've done all that I can do for her. Okay. So what's the struggle right now in this moment with this idea? Uh, well, with my intuition, uh, I don't really know uh, a good way, I guess, to approach the parents and say, you know, look, this is, you know, you know the situation, but mm -hmm. this, is the, this is the root cause of it. This is where it's coming from. You know, and that's that's not to say anything about your parenting skills or anything, but it's you know this is this is the root cause. This is what started the whole thing, and these are the uh, the things that you can do to make a difference to her, and uh, and that you're and that you're scared for her. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely, yeah. Right. So the struggle sounds like you're, you're, the struggle that it sounds like is you're, there's something going on where you're either afraid to have this conversation with the parents, afraid that something, they will form an opinion of you, um, or, or, or am I correct? Uh, no, not really. Okay. I just, I just really, I just really don't know if, if I belong in the situation of doing this. Okay. Okay. So you're not you're not clear about whether this is yours to do, but yet Mary talked about the fact that you say you're highly intuitive and that this is something that keeps coming back to you. Yeah, it does. And what I've noticed in the past for me, Bob, and for many many people I've worked with, that when you, something comes to you three times, uh -huh. you really need to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. um, because we're, you know, we're all part of a grand web of connection. And when one part of the web is bouncing, the other part will feel it. So if, for, you know, if it's coming to you, you just may be one of the more awake people of the situation who could pay attention, respond to that, and be proactive on her behalf. And even if they do nothing, you will have known that you did everything you could. Right now, I think part of what's going on for you is that you haven't done everything you can do because you haven't talked to her parents. No, and that's true. when that's you talk true. to her parents and, and with... It's not anybody's fault. This is just what's happening. Mm. And the, we can't do anything about where it came from. All we can do is what, what we do to support her now that it's happening. And that you want to be a force for, for helping her, and you know that they are the people who have the greatest leverage in giving that help right now in her life. And okay. you care about her, and you're scared for her, and you wanted to enlist their help. Okay. Mm -hmm. How does that Thanks. feel? Much better. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're grateful you called today, and let's be a part of it. Thank well, you. Thanks, Bob. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mary. That was great. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is a tough situation to be in. I think the other part of the conversation is, you know, is given that you do make an attempt or you don't make an attempt, it's how to let go of that. That's right. It's how to let go and let people be in their lives the way that they choose to be in them. Right. And we can't choose what they will or will not do, but we can choose what we will and will not participate in. That's and that's he's made a healthy decision for himself and probably the healthiest decision for her is to mm -hmm. say I can't participate in sharing our lives as long as you're you're addicted and using you know whatever it is that she's using. Mm -hmm. you know?
Wow. Well, thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mary Man and Morrissey. Those of you that are listening today, Mary will be having her own show on Mondays at 5, and you will get to uh, enlist in a number of different uh, uh, conversations, uh, such as the one we've just had, because this is your show. That 5 o'clock show will be about uh, just bringing Mary's message to our listeners and opening up those phone lines so you can have real solutions. Thank you, Mary Man and Morrissey. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you all for tuning in. Tomorrow, Greg and Michelle Hoskins, we have got a powerhouse week for you. I'm Dr. Pat. This is the Dr. Pat Show with my main... Got a hat on now, don't you do? I do. It's getting cold in the studio. Okay, with <laughs> Benny, Benny, Benny. We'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. And every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www. TheDrPatShow.com. Views expressed on the preceding program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk 1150.